Hello and welcome to the Final Push Podcast. My name is James, I'll be your host and we will be discussing all things health, fitness and well-being. Let's see what we've got in store today and dive straight in. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening from wherever you're listening to this podcast. Today we're going to be talking, well, about me, which is something that I'm not very good at doing if I'm honest with you. I understand that a lot of you may not know me too well, so I thought it would be nice to introduce myself and tell you a little bit more about how I started in the fitness industry. I have been a personal trainer for over seven years now and take a slightly different, more holistic approach to coaching my clients. I don't do meal plans and I don't think one size fits all. To begin with, I thought we'd start on how I got into the gym in the first place. Some of you will remember a social media platform called Hyber Hotel, which was around in the late 90s, early noughties. And if you remember it, you'll know that the text used to slowly rise up the screen. You also had your own hotel room that you could customise as you saw fit. And one day I walked into my ex-girlfriend having a chat with someone else saying that she wished she had an emo boyfriend with a six-pack and I logged straight off and started doing sit-ups and press-ups because apparently my self-worth was tied to my acceptance and how I felt in a relationship. I didn't actually start lifting weights properly until I was around 16 and that's where I was beaten up and sent to hospital, which makes this whole story sound really depressing, but I promise it has a happy ending. Because as I started getting into the gym, I started to develop a really positive relationship with my body, which would take the next 15 years to fully cultivate to where I am today, which is someone who is very much at peace with who they are and feels a lot of joy in exercise. When I started lifting weights, I was utterly terrified. I remember going into the gym and seeing a row of bench presses. Now, I'd seen people doing bench presses on the internet and thought, this is where I need to start. I didn't know how much weight to put on there, but I knew I needed to start on this exercise. So (laughs) I put 30 kilos on either side. Now, some of you will be familiar with the gym and you will know that that makes a grand total of 80 kilos. Uh, For a 15-year-old boy who had never been to the gym before in their life, 80 kilos is a lot to bench press. Heck, 80 kilos is a lot to bench press now. So as you can imagine, when I took the bar off the rack and tried to lower it to my chest, I managed to lower it fairly slowly, but I soon realized it wasn't going to go back up. Uh, cue total panic because I was one of the only people there and I'd actually lied to get in on the intake form and told the people at reception that I was 16. So I was really, really scared about them finding out that I was actually 15. I thought they were going to call my parents, which is just about the worst thing that could possibly happen to a 15-year-old. I was just mortified. And this bloke walked past who was built like an absolute unit. He had muscles that I didn't even knew existed at 15. And he looked down and said, are you all right there, mate? I think I squeaked back. Anyway, he bent over and picked the bar off me with one arm. 
which was just added to my embarrassment of the whole situation. And he didn't even stop. He just said, oh, I thought you were doing some kind of pause, which now I know is a type of training where you hold the bar just off your chest to help develop control in the bottom portion of your bench. But at the time, I had no idea what that meant. I ran off to the treadmills and didn't go back into the free weights area for at least another year and a half. After that, I then started training at school once I'd got over my aversion to free weights and fear. I think it still to this day is the reason that my bench press is my weakest lift. Um, But there we have it. That is the story of my first experience in a gym, believe it or not. So how did I actually end up working in one after all that? When I went to university, I was still training and I had access to a proper gym. It was actually the same gym that the Harlequin rugby team played in. So it wouldn't be unusual to walk in and see one of those absolute monsters of a human being squatting four plates for reps and making it look easy. And as a first year uni student, that was quite intimidating. That was really intimidating. But luckily, because we had good connections with the Harlequins as a university, they were, the players there were really friendly to us and they would always smile, they would always wave. You never got an unfriendly reception. That started to give me more confidence to go more often. And as I developed through my university degree, which as a reminder, was veterinary bioscience because I was convinced I was going to be a vet. I started to think that there must be scientific papers about exercise. Growing up, it had never really occurred to me that sports science was even a pursuit or even an educational pursuit. And so I never really had the opportunity to pursue that when I was younger. But as I went to university and explored that area, I realized there's actually a lot of information out there. Admittedly, some of the studies aren't particularly high quality and some of the information is conflicting and that isn't something I would find out at least for another five years. But at the time, the excitement of knowing that there was a more efficient and scientifically backed way of training was exceptionally exciting. It really was. So I started to delve in and eventually my own training kind of took off. I didn't even think about turning this into a career though until after I'd left university and was working at an animal sanctuary. It seems like a bit of a jump to go from animal sanctuary to personal trainer. But at the time I was really stuck. Because of my challenges with mental health I'd actually dropped out of university before graduating. So I didn't have a degree and I didn't want to pursue the area that I'd studied at university. So I was stuck working at an entry-level job, basically animal handling, um, without any real opportunities for progression. I started thinking about what else I could do, what else I enjoyed, and it came to me that I actually really liked training. And I thought maybe I could help some other people like training as well, because in some of my darkest times, not only at university, but, but before exercise had been something that brought solace to me that helped me to manage those darker times and to 
really push through. I think I wanted to originally just help other people discover that same freedom that I did. I'd soon learned that the gym wasn't as welcoming of a place for everyone else as it was for me. And I think in my first year of personal training, I learned a lot about what it means for most people to go to the gym for the first time. Since then, I have managed gyms, I've mentored personal trainers in how to run their businesses, I have worked with hundreds of clients and put in thousands of hours of contact time and even more time learning and trying to upskill myself to make sure that I'm the best at my job that I can be. And it's really brought me a lot of information about how we approach fitness in general as a society and the mistakes that we make because we make a lot of mistakes and I'm sure a lot of you are very familiar with the rhetoric that fat is bad if you're lean you're healthy Um, if you're not lean you're unhealthy when actually the opposite can be true and I don't mean that we should be sitting on either end of the spectrum in terms of body fat but the idea of being ripped to the bone where you can see every muscle visible is not a healthy place for us to live and that's something we're going to be exploring a little bit more in detail on a later podcast and that's really the purpose of this podcast I want to clear up some of the misinformation and make it a little bit more digestible for you the listener to understand exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to be in your health and fitness journey. For now, I'm going to wrap this up because I don't want to take too much of your time. You've now heard why I'm here and how I got started. I hope that you enjoyed it and I will speak to you next time. Have a good day wherever you are.